Hello and welcome back to season two of the PBWF, the Pot Bomb Wrestling Federation, the fantasy booking show presented by the Pot Bomb Wrestling Podcast. It is now week 17. We are just so ecstatic that you've decided to join us. I'm your host, your moderator, uh, whatever you want me to be. It's not Sean Ross Sapp. I'm Tyler Peters. And I'll tell you, I'm with the guys that create so much, uh, just fantastic content, uh, representing the Mayhem brand. We've got Andy York and, of course, representing the Warzone brand. We've got Chris Belcher. Fellas, how are we doing today? Man, coming off, coming off a crazy pay-per-view on both sides. Yeah. Month number four, as we said in the pay-per-view episode, we're getting to it, man. Like storylines, we're starting to see the finished product on a lot of these. We're seeing a lot of twists and turns as well. But, yeah. man, I, it hit me as we were writing, as I was writing these shows, like we're coming to the end like of season two. We're at the point where we already have to have how we want this to end. Not necessarily like combined, but like e- for each of our shows, how we want this to end. We already have to have that in mind. Yeah. Because we already have, like, if we're not, basically, if we're not planting seeds or building to it by this point, yep. it's kind of almost too late to, to right. start it. For sure. And there can be, Tyler, there can be twists and turns and yeah. some changes along the way. But for the most part, Tyler, what everybody's seeing right now is like, I know that I do long ster- long-term storytelling and I started planning yeah. a lot of this stuff yeah. at the very beginning, and I know Andy did the same thing. Yeah. So we're starting to see the things that were planned at the beginning of the season now come out. I had some of this already planned from halfway through season one mm-hmm. when we talked about what we were going to like, what season two was going to look like. I already had some of this planned of what I wanted to accomplish, what I wanted to get done. So like, it is, it, it's crazy. It seems weird to say it, but we have been doing some long-term some have been long-term and then there are some other times where i'm writing i'm like oh no this is a lot better <laughs> let's yep. just let's just pivot and do this really quick yeah it shows all the hard work you guys are putting in and it's showing like you're saying you, you're thinking of other ideas maybe different techniques to approach it and I, i'll tell you i am just so thrilled to be a part of it yeah. uh we Even appreciate they, you know, uh, they did have to bribe me. <laughs> the money's under the table, above the table, head of the table. It doesn't matter what did Logan Paul say. He said something that was uh, oh my had to do with the table, but who knows? We yeah. appreciate you being here, man. Yeah. We appreciate you everybody. We appreciate everybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's I funny. knew I could make the tag. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, no, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, man. But, we hey, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate all of you listening. If this is your first time listening, as Andy and I have alluded to, there's four months of TVs yep. in season two. There's six months of TVs and pay-per-views in season one. Go back and check it out because a lot of things are connecting. You want to see how a lot of this is getting built. Make sure you go check it out and make sure you're following us on social media at PBW podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Right. Tyler got to follow. Got to follow. Yeah, correct. You got you got to follow these guys, or or we're sending uh, the uh, that faction that has got Malachi Black off the Warzone brand. We're we're the Fireflies from Mayhem. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's going to come to life. You better follow us. Seriously, though, I, that's why I didn't make it in comedy. Uh, you just follow these guys before I get off the the rails here. But hey, without further ado, if you guys, if there's anything else, are you ready to go? Because it's Chris's turn to present his TV this time around then Andy will follow him and you each have half an hour. I don't know if there's any video packages, but I, I love it how we don't know. It's just uh, spontaneous. So I think it's tremendous. So let's do it. Here we go. Week 17 on the Warzone brand, 30 minutes on the clock. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Warzone where the power is in your hands. That's right, the matches, the stipulations are all voted on by you, the PBWF Universe. That's right, it's time for Taboo Tuesday here in the Warzone. And already in the ring, 
our general manager Triple H, his sidekick Shawn Michaels, and the Road Dog to tell you how this is going to work. Triple H says, welcome everyone to the war zone. Welcome to the night that the power lies in your hands. That's right, PBWF Universe, it's Taboo Tuesday. Our main event tonight is something that we know you've been begging to see. A good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Brock Lesnar and Sheamus are going to tear each other apart. Although all the other matches will be voted on by you. We're going to announce the results of those polls right now. Road Dog says, yeah, that's right. Later on, we're going to see a rematch for the Evolution Championship between the new champion, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte Flair, the former champ. But you guys voted on the stipulation. Let's see what you chose. We can see on the screen the choices were Falls Count Anywhere matches, tables match, or a cage match. The results start calculating. And it looks like it's going to be a Falls Count Anywhere match between Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. Shawn Michaels says, all right, we have to determine a number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship. We gave you guys the option to vote for your two favorite superstars to battle it out. Let's see who you chose. The results calculate. Sean says, all right, this is good. It's going to be the phenomenal AJ Styles taking on the rated R superstar Edge. Triple H says, the winner of that match will go on to our next pay-per-view and justice for brawl to face <laughs> our world heavyweight champion who will also be determined here tonight. Speaking of the champion, here he comes. After a successful defense against Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins looks ready to go. Rollins has a mic and he says, Trips, before you go on any further, I just want you to know that I'm ready to go. I want to come out here. I want to find out my opponent. I want to have that match right now. Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Vince McMahon, let them throw all the shade they want to because they can't lace the Kingslayer's boots. I'm the man around here. I'm the best that PBWF has to offer, and I'm ready to prove it once again. Triple H says, all right, let's see who Seth Rollins is going to face right now. The results calculate. And it looks like the fans have, smoke, have spoken. Samoa Joe is going to get a shot tonight at the World Heavyweight Championship. Here he comes. Rollins already has his jacket off. He handed the belt to the referee. Joe is on his way out. JBL is with him. It looks like he's trying to stop him from coming out, I, I think. But Joe marches right past him. This World Heavyweight Championship match is coming up after this commercial break. All right, here we go. Bell sounds this one's underway for the World Heavyweight Championship. No love loss between these two. They go to lock up. Joe drives the knee in the ribs of Rollins. This time, he does it again, rocking him back to the ropes. Joe delivering those quick jabs, shoots Rollins off the ropes. Rollins ducks a back elbow, hits a drop kick, takes Joe to the outside. Rollins goes to the ropes, but Joe grabs his leg, pulls him under, and they start battling on the outside. Joe goes for a headbutt, but Rollins catches him with a stiff elbow. Spins Joe around, going for the revolution knee, but when he does, Joe catches him with a knee to the ribs. Joe now looking for a power bomb, picks Seth up, but Seth escapes. Falcon arrow on the floor. Rollins picks Joe up, trying to send him in the ring, but Joe reverses, shoots Rollins toward the steel steps. Rollins scales him, leaps up to the top turnbuckle, dives off big clothesline on the outside. Joe trying to get away. He rolls in the ring. Rollins follows him, heads to the top rope. Joe rolls out on the other side. Rollins gets down now, trying to figure out what Joe's going to do. He hits the ropes. Tope Suicida connects, but no, he's caught. Uranagi on the ring apron, the hardest part of the ring. Joe turns Rollins sideways with his legs in the ring, the rest of his body on the apron. He gets up. Huge senton splash crushes Seth Rollins on the apron. The champ is in a bad way as we cut to commercial break. 
We're back. We're near the end of this one. These guys have just brawled back and forth. The title is on the line here. Joe has just worn Seth out through the break, but Seth able to create some space. He's going to the second buckle. Blockbuster, perhaps, but Joe catches him in position for the muzzle buster. But Rollins rolls down the back. Sunset flip. One, two, kick out. They're getting up. Rollins super kick to the face. Now he heads to the top. Frog splash connects. He covers Joe. One, two, shoulder up by Samoa Joe. Joe finding his way up now, exchanging knife edge chops. Rollins off the ropes, going for a sling blade, but Joe catches him in a power slam, and now he locks in a Boston Crab. Great position here, Seth in the center of the ring. Finally, he crawls over to the ropes to break the hold. Joe is taunting Seth here, trying to get him to break his grip on the ropes. Seth will not. Finally, Joe grabs Seth, Seth's feet. He's hanging on to the ropes. Joe tries to pull him up, but Rollins flips, lands on his feet. Insecurity. Joe ducks. Coquina clutch. There it is. Rollins has fought the whole match to avoid that move, but he's got it locked in. Wait a minute. Here comes Wardlow. Wardlow through the crowd. Wardlow gets up on the apron. He starts... Undoing the turnbuckle pad, Joe finally sees him. He breaks the hold. Joe takes a swing at Wardlow, but Wardlow jumps down. The turnbuckle is exposed. The referee gets out of the ring to try to get Wardlow back to the uh, backstage area. Joe yelling at him. Rollins recovers, running knee to Joe's back, causing him to hit the exposed buckle. Joe is staggering, stomped by Seth Rollins. The ref finally turns around, slides in one. Two, three, Seth Rollins retains the World Heavyweight Championship. What a hard-fought battle. He looks down the aisle at Wardlow. They both smirk and shrug their shoulders as Seth rolls out and he heads into the stands to celebrate. Wardlow gets back in the ring and he and Joe are going at it. Refs and security are trying to break this up as we cut to commercial break. All right, we are back. We're in the backstage area. We're actually in DX's office where they're discussing Joe and Wardlow and what to do about that. And Cody Rhodes walks in. Triple H says, ah, Cody, just wanted to say congrats on the Battle Bowl win. Way to gut it out and earn that world title match at the last stand. Cody says, yeah, that's, that's just it. I'm the rightful number one contender. Yet you gave Joe a shot at the title before me. And there's another number one contenders match for a shot at Rollins before me. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. I'm supposed to be next in line. Sean says, hey, Cody, chill out, man. Listen, you're getting your shot on the biggest stage in PBWF. You're getting your shot at the last stand. And this gives you a chance to prepare for that. Cody says, but I don't want to take time off. I'm the guy who comes in week in and week out. Gives everything that I have. You guys didn't even include me in any Taboo Tuesday categories. Triple H says, all right, I tell you what, we'll put up a poll on social media this week and next week. You will face someone in a Texas bull rope match. That's right up your alley, right? How's that sound, Cody? Cody sticks out his hand. Triple H shakes it. Cody says, that works for me. As he leaves, Triple H turns to Sean and Road Dog and just shakes his head. Cut to the locker room area. Now where Edge is putting on his gear, AJ Styles walks in. AJ says, listen, man, I'm sorry for what happened at the pay-per-view. I know that you can't be in the best mindset right now. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really sorry, man. I know that we got a tough match tonight. Why don't we talk to Hunter and Sean? Let's get something figured out. Edge says, AJ, you and I have had our differences. I appreciate you having my back. I don't know where to turn. My wife's gone. My kids are thankfully safe. But you're right. My mind's not right. The fans, though, they want me to have this opportunity. So I'm going to give it my all tonight. AJ says, all right, just know that I've got your back. No matter what happens in the ring tonight. They shake hands. We cut to the ring. Charlotte Flair making her entrance. And it's time for the Evolution Championship rematch. Bianca Belair heading to the ring. All right, referee calls for the bell, and here they go. These two ladies are just hockey fighting. It's Falls Count Anywhere. We anticipate this just being an insane, wild match as they spill to the outside of the ring. Bianca starts whipping Charlotte with her braid, really wearing her out. 
Bianca grabs the table, slides it in the ring, sets it up in the corner. Charlotte gets back in. Bianca turns around. Charlotte spears her through the table. The cover, one, two, shoulder up by Bianca. Will Charlotte be able to regain her title as we cut to commercial break? We're back. We're headed towards the end of this one. Charlotte has been in control. Can't seem to put Bianca away, though. Charlotte has tried everything. Figure four around the ring post. Natural selection on the floor. Bianca's still in it, though. Charlotte is finding every chair that she can. She is just chucking them into the ring. Charlotte rolls in, piles them all up. Bianca's in. Bianca dropkicks Charlotte. Bianca shoots Charlotte off the buckle. Charlotte reverses, follows Bianca in. Bianca backflip over Charlotte, off the rope. Charlotte connects with a big boot. Charlotte now setting Bianca up for that vertical suplex, trying to drop her on the chairs, but Bianca slides down, looking for KOD. Charlotte rakes the eyes, follows it up with a spear. Bianca is down in a bad way. Now Charlotte lays her on top of the pile of chairs, lays a chair on Bianca's chest. She's going to the top rope for that signature Charlotte Flair moonsault. Wait a minute. What? No way. She's here. The man, Becky Lynch. He is here on the war zone. Charlotte is in disbelief. Becky is on the stage just waving at Charlotte. She points behind Charlotte, but it's too late. Bianca picks Charlotte up. KOD connects on the chairs. The cover one, two, three. Bianca Belair has retained her championship thanks to an assist from Becky Lynch. What a moment as we head to commercial break. All right. We are back, and Kayla Braxton is backstage with Sasha Banks. She asked Sasha about her new look, her new attitude, new music, new outlook. Sasha, you can see she still has some blue in her hair, but it's mostly bright pink, a mix of her well-known looks shall we say. Sasha says she feels great. She looks great. She's back on top where she belongs. And the time away really allowed her to heal and be the best champion that she can be. And about that time, you hear a slow clap and into frame walks Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Dakota says, Oh, Sasha, bravo. So happy to know that the great Sasha Banks is doing just peachy. You know who's not doing great? Bailey. You need to apologize to your best friend and make amends for what you did at the pay-per-view. Sasha says, apologize? Best friend? Bailey got exactly what she deserves. And from behind, Bailey jumps Sasha. The three ladies' damage control just pounding away on the world women's champion here. Bailey grabs the title. She spits on it and throws it back at Sasha as we cut to the ring. Here comes the phenomenal AJ Styles. You think you know me. And this should be an incredible match. A number one contenders match for the World Heavyweight Championship. These two have some history for sure. Edge and AJ Styles right after this commercial break. All right, we are back. This one got underway during the commercial break. No one really with the advantage yet. AJ kicks Edge, but Edge catches it. AJ going for the insecurity, but Edge grabs the leg, slingshots AJ into the corner. AJ lands on the second buckle. Edge turns around, backflip reverse DDT by AJ. First cover of the match, only a two count. AJ shoots Edge off the ropes, lowers his head. Edge thinking about a Canadian destroyer, but AJ blocks it, puts Edge on his shoulders. Yu Shigaroshi, another cover, another two count. AJ now off the ropes, flying knee drop, misses. Edge rolled out of the way. Edge now going for that educator submission, but Edge, AJ kicks him off. Both men up, double clothesline, both men down. We skip ahead a little ways here. AJ's on the apron, looking for the phenomenal forearm, but as he jumps to the top rope, Edge meets him with a big boot. AJ staggering on the apron. Edge hits the rope, spear through the ropes, but AJ sidesteps. Edge lands hard on the floor. 
Edge finally recovers. AJ springboard off the top. Spiral tap connects on Edge. What a move by AJ Styles as we crash to commercial break. What's my time? Uh, like 15 minutes left. Okay. We're back. We're nearing the end of this one. Edge is down. AJ is on the apron. Springboard 450. Nobody's home. Edge locks in the crossface. He's got AJ locked in deep here. AJ is crawling to the ropes. He's crawling. Edge kicks off the ropes, flips over, still has it locked in. AJ finally able to get to his feet. He's got Edge on his shoulder. AJ spins him. Torture rack bomb. The cover. One, two, kick out again by Edge. AJ looking for the Styles Clash. He's got Edge in position. Edge with a backdrop. AJ lands on his feet. Edge turns around. Pele kick connects. AJ, phenomenal blitz. Edge ducks the clothesline, hits the rope. Spear! The spear connects. Edge starts pulling his hair, going to the corner, setting up for another spear. The lights start flickering. And we hear... Adam... Hey, Adam. And all of a sudden, on the screen, a black and white scratchy video of Beth Phoenix chained to a wall. You can hear Malachi laughing in the background as he and a hooded figure appear. The screen goes black. The lights go back to normal. You can just see the demeanor of Edge totally change. He turns around. AJ's standing in front of him. AJ's apologizing. He's asking what he can do. And you can hear Edge say nothing. Let's just do this. They start circling the ring, start circling each other. Edge slapping himself, trying to get his wits about him. They lock up. Headlocked by Edge. AJ shoots him off the ropes. Drop down, leapfrog. Edge going for the spear, but big drop kick by AJ. AJ going for the Styles Clash, but Edge, small package. One, two, kick out. Edge going for the spear, but AJ sidesteps. Edge eats the ring post. AJ grabs him. Styles Clash connects the cover. One, two, three. That is it. AJ Styles gets the win here. But the bigger story is the condition of Beth Phoenix. AJ helps Edge to his feet. He hugs him. He tries to talk to him, tell him that everything is going to be okay. But the lights start flickering again. And again, we see Beth on the screen. But this time, it's her yelling for Edge. And the screen cuts to black and a commercial break. 12 minutes. All right, we are back from commercial. We're back in DX's office, and they're they're conversing about how the night's going. Johnny Gargano walks in. Johnny greets all three of them. Triple H asks about Tommaso Ciampa and if Johnny saw what happened. Johnny says, yeah, I don't know. Tommaso's a ticking time bomb. You guys know that. But that's not what I'm here about. Johnny says, listen, I know you guys have been working hard over the past. I I know you guys know, sorry, that I've been working hard over the past three months to prove my to myself and to everyone that I am Johnny Wrestling. And I've knocked down all challengers. I've issued open challenges, and I've conquered them all. But I need more. I want to prove that I'm the very best this roster has to offer. Shawn Michaels says, all right, Johnny, I'll tell you what. Let's keep that open challenge for next week. Let's put that Intercontinental title of yours on the line. And let's put it up against a brand new superstar making his debut next week. Johnny agrees. They shake hands. We cut to the ring. We see a camera panning around the ring. We see barrels and pints and pitchers and bars. That can only mean one thing. It is time for the good old-fashioned Brook match. Before we get there, though, next week, you just heard Johnny Gargano will defend the IC title against the debuting superstar. Cody Rhodes will compete in a Texas bull rope match against the winner of our social media poll. And live in the war zone next week, we saw her show up earlier. Becky Lynch, will we will hear from her for the first time. 
But right now, here we go. As our calling from Mayhem would say, it is fight night here on the War Zone. Here comes Seamus. This one is going to get underway right after this commercial break. We are back. Here we go. Here comes the beast, Brock Lesnar. Sheamus, though, doesn't wait for him to get in the ring. He meets him in the aisle. The referee calls for the bell. It's all legal here. No rules, no DQs, no pinfalls. This one is last man standing. The decision can occur anywhere in the building. These two are just pounding away on each other. Brock goes for a clothesline, misses. Sheamus bro kick, but Brock sidestep throws Sheamus through one of the barrels. I can't believe how that barrel just shattered into pieces. Brock is gloating. He goes to pick up Sheamus. Sheamus cracks Brock in the face. Wait, he had a shillelagh. There was a shillelagh inside the barrel, and Sheamus used it. He is cracking Brock over the back with it now. He sends Brock into a stack of barrels at ringside. I don't know if these two will actually ever make it into the ring. Brock trying to get up here. He's in front of a bar area. Sheamus clears off the bar, holds Brock there, starts delivering 10 beats with Brock on the bar, but he doesn't stop at 10. He keeps going. He picks up the shillelagh, breaks it over Brock's chest. This one is going to be wild, folks. We have to take our final commercial break. We are back here. These guys, I said it before the break, they haven't even made it into the ring once. They fought up and down the highway into the crowd. Now we're somewhere in the backstage hallway, but the ref is right there in case a decision needs to be made. Looks like we're near the interview area here. Sheamus goes for a bro kick, but Brock moves. Sheamus' foot goes through the monitor at the <laughs> interview set. He turns around F5 on the floor. The referee starts his count. He's up to six. Seven, but Sheamus pulls himself up by a road case. Brock charges in. Sheamus sidesteps. Brock eats the road case face first. He turns around. Sheamus puts a metal trash can on Brock's head. Bro kick connects. Brock is down. The referee counts seven, eight. Brock makes it to his feet, though. They are battling it out. When, wait, wait, in the background, Wardlow and Samoa Joe are battling it out. They are headed this way. Sheamus swings and misses. Brock has him up in the F5. Wardlow tackles Samoa Joe into Brock Lesnar, causing him to drop Sheamus. Wardlow and Joe continuing their fight, but Brock just starts chucking things at him, anything he can grab. Brock wears both of them out. Sheamus, though, gets a glass pitcher full of beer, and he smashes it <laughs> over Brock's head, busting him wide open. Follows it up by a bro kick. The ref counts Brock down. Seven, eight, nine. Brock finally makes it to his feet. Here comes Wardlow after Brock. Wardlow and Brock are going at it. <laughs> Sheamus really doesn't know what to do. He starts pounding away on Samoa Joe. This really is a good old-fashioned Donnie Brook. Wardlow tries to pick Brock up for the powerbomb. Brock reverses F5 near the interview set. Sheamus and Joe slugging it out. All of a sudden, wait, the lights, the lights, the trust is coming loose. The, Brock Lesnar is behind the interview set. He pushes the interview set over on top of Sheamus, Joe, and Wardlow. Brock starts piling stuff on top of it. The ref has to count because Sheamus is under there. Eight, nine, ten. That is it. Brock Lesnar has won the good old-fashioned Donnie Brook match. The match may be over, but the war is far from it. Wait, there's Butch and Rich Holland with chairs. They start wailing away on Brock Lesnar. It is mayhem here in the war zone. We have to say goodbye. We'll see you next week. My royalty better be in the mail. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that was fun. Tabby Tuesday, I love the callback. I always love the concept and you know, this with Cody is very intriguing. You know, him having to wait his turn, mimicking kind of, you know, real life, or at least the, the real storylines. And, and again, I, I got to go back to the Malachi Black stuff. As much as I love the women's stuff with Charlotte, Bianca, you know, Bailey and Sasha, this, I mean, who is this hooded person? It's so mysterious. It's, uh, I'll just have to wait like everybody else on the conclusion. And this Donnie Brook match was just fun chaos, but I'll let you two take it away. Just, just good stuff. Yeah. The, uh, 
the Malachi Black stuff is getting better and better every week. I'm very curious to see what's happening uh, each and every week. Uh, trade alert. Yes. <laughs> trade alert, by the well, way. We finally figured out who the trade was for. Britt so, Baker, Britt Baker exchanged yep, yep. for Becky Lynch, yep. finally showing up on the war zone, picking her spots. Yeah, picking her spots, not getting injured like Britt, you know. Not whatever. getting injured That's like fine. Britt. That's right. Not salty about it at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Becky showing up, it was a great spot. And uh, Don, I need to see Brock and Sheamus in a Donnie Brook match now. <laughs> like, I just, I need to see it. Also,. I'm sure you're building to it, but a fatal four-way between Joe Wardlow, Brock, and Sheamus is just right up my alley. You can take, you can borrow, you can borrow Walter if you want and make it a five-way. That I'm all for it. That's just right up my alley. I mean, the writing's on the wall for it, isn't it? I would <laughs> I would be dumb to not do it. So, spoiler alert. Um, man, that was Great. fun. That was that was Good a fun show. show. Taboo yeah, Tuesday, fan voted show. Yeah, something different. Yeah, a lot of fun. Very cool. Mm, very cool. Yeah, I like it. Hey, we, we've got not only some Warzone, but some mayhem, Andy. So now it's your turn to, to present your uh, action-packed show. All right. 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes on the clock. Get her queued go. up here. Here we go. Sure, the volume's good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBWF Mayhem. I am Michael Cole. This is Pat McAfee, and tonight we will see the fallout of living legends, and we are marching towards our next pay-per-view war. Tonight, we will hear from Stone Cold Steve Austin, CM Punk, Bray Wyatt, and more, plus... The Usos put their tag team championships on the line against the Undisputed Era. But right now, we will send things up to our general manager for now, William Regal. As Regal is standing in the middle of the ring, he says, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mayhem. Tonight, we have a great show in store for you. But before we can even get started, we need to address... The elephant in the room, specifically the mustached elephant. I'm talking about Vince <laughs> McMahon. So please get out here so we can finish our business like something you are not, gentlemen. And here comes the man who has a grip hold on William Regal and the entire Mayhem brand. He informed the whole world at the last at the last day in pay-per-view there will be a match to determine who will be the general manager of Mayhem going forward. And Vince McMahon gets into the ring and uh, he uh, he says uh, Did you uh, did I hear you say business? No 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 no. We don't have any more business until next month. So uh, why are you bringing me out here, okay? And Regal says, well, that is uh, where you were wrong. You see, just like you, I can also talk to the higher-ups of the PBWF. And they agreed with me that it wasn't fair for you to just get an opportunity. Everything, and I mean everything on this show, has to be earned. So they had a great idea, and I completely agree with them. At our next pay-per-view war, it'll be Team Regal versus Team McMahon. If you win, then you get your opportunity at the last stand pay-per-view. But if I win, then not only are you gone from mayhem, but so are all of your little buddies who have been running by your side the entire time. And Vince McMahon is furious about this and is screaming at Regal. And Regal says, oh, and, and one more thing, Vince. You see, the name of the pay-per-view was named this for a reason. 
because our match isn't just going to be any kind of match. It's actually going to be inside of war games. Vince can't believe what he is hearing and is furious. He, he looks like he's about to say something, but he just drops the mic and gets out of the ring and is making his way back up the ramp. But Regal stops him and says, oh, oh and, and Vince, one more thing. Uh, you might want to meet my team because I've already assembled some of the best. As Vince is kind of looking around and looks completely confused. Wait a minute. We know that music. John Moxley, Claudio, and Aldis step out onto the stage. Vince slowly backs up as they approach him. He turns around and runs off the side of the stage and runs around the back of the stage to get backstage. What an amazing and a huge announcement we have just heard. Team Regal versus Team McMahon inside of War Games. We have to take a commercial break. But coming up next, we are having a number one contenders battle royale to determine Asuka's next challenger at war as we cut to commercial break. We are back from commercial break and backstage. We see Vince McMahon hurrying his way through the back when he uh, runs into L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens and Austin Theory. And he uh, he says, where the heck were you guys? Did you not just see what happened to me out there? And they were trying to explain that they were on their way out, but couldn't get to him in time before everything happened. He says, well, it doesn't matter. Regal has screwed everything up. We need all the help we can get now. So I'm going to call him. We need his help now more than ever. And they all kind of shake their head and agree as we cut back to the ring. Hmm. Rhea Ripley is already making her way out to the ring. Scarlett and Julia Hart are in the ring as well. As uh, Listen, when you glow on people, you need everybody you can get. That's true. Rhea Ripley gets into the ring. Nope, nope. Well, spoiled that. There you go. Kyrie Sane is making her PBWF debut here on Mayhem. What a major, major, major announcement. She is making her way out and going after her former tag partner, Asuka, as she is getting into the ring. Athena is in the ring as well. We'll skip her music because I did not mean to skip it. Uh, the referee calls for the bell, and we move forward in this match as uh, Scarlett and Rhea Ripley are trying to eliminate Julia Hart. Uh, she uh, she has one hand on the apron but is blo and blocking them from pushing her over. Rhea grabs Scarlett, though, and tries to flip her over the top as well, but she lands on the apron with Julia Hart, and she just begins yelling at Rhea and not paying attention to Julia Hart, who shoves her face first off the ring post, eliminating Scarlett. Uh, Rhea goes for a clothesline, but Julia Hart ducks underneath and gets back in the ring. On the other side of the ring, Kyrie Sane and Athena are just brawling in the corner. Rhea squashes both of them, though, but turns around into a sister, Abigail, from Julia Hart. Hart is just focusing all of her attention on Rhea and doesn't see Athena coming with a drop kick, taking her out. Athena is celebrating, but turns around into a hip attack from Kyrie Sane, staggering her against the ropes. As Rhea Ripley clotheslines Athena out of the ring and eliminating her, she is gone. We are down to our final three. Who will be the number one contender when we come back from this commercial break? We are back from break with Julia and Julia Hart is sitting on the top rope as Rhea is looking for a superplex. But here comes Kyrie Sane, who is trying to power bomb in power bomb position. She is trying to get Rhea up, but she's just not strong enough to get her up. All of a sudden, Julia Hart starts hitting stiff forearms on Rhea Ripley and then bites her forehead, forcing her to not uh, let go of the hold. Uh, knocking her loose. Kyrie Sane is able to muster just enough strength to get her uh, staggered off the ropes as Julia Hart hits a double Meteora at the same time, taking Rhea Ripley out. Um, Julia Hart, though, is back up but gets drop kicked by Kyrie Sane, knocking her over the top rope. She goes for another hip attack, but Julia moves to the side, catching her in the ropes and hits a step up in Zaguri to the back of her head forcing her back into the ring. But Rhea Ripley is back up and hits a huge big boot onto Julia Hart, taking her 
off the apron and eliminating her. It is now coming down to Rhea Ripley and Kyrie Sane. They just begin circling around as Rhea goes for another big boot, but Kyrie ducks underneath and then just chop blocks the back of Rhea's knee. Uh, she is staggered against the ropes as Kyrie is trying to uh, push her over the top rope, but Rhea is just too strong and shoves her away. But all of a sudden, Julia Hart jumps back up on the apron and begins to put a chokehold onto Rhea Ripley. Scarlett is back out here, though, and pulls Julia Hart off the apron. Rhea is just yelling at Scarlett to hit her, uh, to get her or whatever. But from behind, Kyrie Sane hits a drop kick, knocking Rhea over the top rope and to the apron. On the outside, though, Hart and Scarlett are just yelling at each other as Kyrie Sane hits another hip attack, knocking Rhea off the apron. Crashing into both Scarlet and Hart, eliminating her. Kyrie Sane is your winner and will face Asuka at our pay per view war. But on the outside, Scarlet is just furious um, and is just yelling at Rhea for uh, jump, uh, bumping into her and trying to eliminate her. And she is just hurt enough, though, as Rhea shoves Scarlet as Julia Hart slowly backs away and has a smile on her face. Kyrie just kind of watches before climbing to the top rope and is celebrating in the ring. But here comes the champion. And it looks like she is wanting to get a first-hand look at her opponent. She raises her championship in the air as Kyrie is motioning for the title. This one will be a lot of fun. As we cut backstage, we see CM Punk making his way to the ring. We are going to hear from him next. All right, we are back from commercial break. And here comes the man who showed his true colors at Living Legends attacking The Rock and handing the win to L.A. Knight. But why did Punk do what he did? Hopefully, we will find some answers out tonight as he gets into the ring. And he says, why, Punk? Why did you attack The Rock? I mean, seriously, are all of you that stupid and blind? Listen, the man has been a thorn in my side for years. A spot on my record. He is the reason I left this place. I left this business in the first place, but he wasn't going to be the reason I left again. This time, it's my turn to make you leave, Dwayne. You cost me at Living Legends. It was only right that I returned the favor. I told everyone that I was here to purify the wrestling world once again. I was going to be their savior and their Messiah once again, and yet you people seem shocked. It all started with Vince. But then I realized something. Who is Vince's greatest creation? The Rock is going to pay for his sins. And that started at Living Legends, but it ends very, very soon. Well, CM Punk is not messing around anymore as he gave his reasons as to why he attacked The Rock. But I'm sure that does not set well with the great one. Hopefully, he will respond sometime soon. But we are not sure. As we cut backstage, we see a shot of John Cena making his way uh, through the backstage area. Cena will issue an, another open challenge here later tonight. But we cut back to the ring as Walter is looking to get back to his winning ways and get some recognition and mayhem. He will be in action against Big E coming up next. All right, we are back from break, and this actually got started during the commercial break. Uh, Big E had a little advantage early on, um, but it has been all Walter since then. Big E tries to chop Walter, but it just kind of laughs at it and then chops Big E, sending him back first to the mat. Um, Walter pulls Biggie back up and shoots him again, or chops him again this time into the corner. He just beats down on him uh, over and over and over again. Biggie is trying to get a little separation, but eats a drop kick from Walter back into the corner. 
Walter climbs to the top rope and goes for the splash, but Big E gets his knees up and rolls him up, but only for a two count. Walter stumbles back to his feet as Big E uh, picks him up and uh, tries to get him into a big big ending and is able to hit it, covers him one, two. Walter kicks out at the last second. Big E is starting to get a little annoyed as he pulls Walter up, but he breaks out of it and headbutts Big E, staggering him. He kicks him in the gut and plants him with a powerbomb, but he is not able to make the cover. He stumbles back into the corner, uh, and he starts to make the climb as he jumps and connects with a huge splash from the top rope, covers him one, two, three. Walter gets the big win over Big E, but you can't deny that Big E put up a really strong fight against him, but just came up just a little bit short. As we cut backstage, we see John Moxley walking in the hallway uh, when he looks at the camera and says, I am sick and tired of the way things have been going around here the last couple of months. Ever since Roman Reigns and the rest of his goons showed up to mayhem, things have just completely fallen apart, but not to the extent it has since Vince McMahon showed up. Roman, I'm not done with you, but enjoy your little break from me. As for you, Vince... I'm going to make sure you never get any power again. You are going to fail at my hands. And as I break your idiot's bones piece by piece, then nothing will stop me from getting my hands on you. I wasted uh, wasted so much time on you. I watched as you nearly killed one company and myself at the same time. I'm not going to allow that to happen again. Vince, this is officially my call. We are now at war as we cut to commercial break. 15 minutes left. All right, we are back from commercial break, and the 16-time world champion, John Cena, is uh, looking to continue his winning ways. But who will be the one to answer the open challenge this week? Oh, wait a minute. Will Ospreay is answering Cena's open challenge here tonight. And this one will be one for the ages as he is in the ring. And Cena and Ospreay shake hands before uh, getting this thing started. Cena just can't seem to get ahead of Ospreay, who is just moving way too fast for him. Will goes for a Hurricane Rana, but Cena catches him in the AA position. But he lands on his feet and hits an enziguri rocking Cena. He rocks him then with a super kick before lifting him up and hitting a brain buster on him, covering him one, two, Cena kicks out. Cena rolls out of the ring, but Osprey is still quick on the attack and eats a corkscrew plancha, taking Cena out. He rolls Cena back into the ring, climbs to the top rope, and hits a shooting star press, covers him again, one, two, Cena kicks out again. Will keeps up on the attack and locks in a crossface, pulling back on Cena's neck. He is trapped in the middle of the ring and is trying to crawl towards the bottom rope, and he is barely able to get his foot on the bottom rope, forcing Will to break the hold. Cena once again rolls to the outside of the ring for a quick breather, but Will goes for another suicide dive, but Cena catches him in midair and plants him with an attitude adjustment through the announce table. Cena stumbles back into the ring as Osprey is laid out. The referee gets to the count of seven, eight, nine. Will Ospreay is barely able to get back in the ring. Who will walk away with the win as we cut to commercial break? We are back from commercial break. Cena and Ospreay are back uh, up trading punches left and right. Will goes for another, but Cena ducks underneath and hits a shoulder tackle and then hits another one. uh, Ospreay goes for a punch, but he misses. Uh, gets dropped on his back. Cena makes his way to the front and hits the five-knuckle shuffle. Cena is setting up for the attitude adjustment, but Will once again breaks out of it by hitting a poison Rana, taking Cena out. He stumbles up and directly into Stormbreaker from Will Ospreay, covers him one, two. Cena kicks out the last second again. Will is looking for that hidden blade, but Cena is able to get out of the way, picks his leg and locks in the STF. Will is trapped in the middle of the ring with nowhere to go. He is trying to crawl to the middle or to the bottom rope, 
But Cena tries to drag him away. Will kicks, though, Cena away and hits a swinging DDT, taking him out. He makes the climb once again to the top rope and goes for a 450 splash. But somehow Cena is able to roll out of the way. Uh, Will stumbles up but gets planted with an attitude adjustment. He rolls through, hits a third attitude adjustment, covers him one, two, three. John Cena gets the massive win. But in reality, he was just able to survive Will Ospreay here tonight. As the two men shake hands once again, Osprey leaves the ring. Cena is celebrating in the middle of the ring, but then the lights go out. All the lights are out in the arena, and they come back up. And Bray Wyatt is here and has Cena caught with the mandible claw. He pulls him in and plants him with the sister, Abigail. Bray Wyatt is once again coming after John Cena, it looks like, as the lights go out again. And when they come back on, Bray Wyatt is gone, and the lifeless body of John Cena is just laying there as we cut to commercial break. All right, we are back from commercial break. In about 10 minutes. And backstage, we see Rhea Ripley talking to Finn Balor and complaining about Scarlett when N walks Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Rhea tries to climb in her face again, but Cross just steps in and is just staring at her. Ripley and Cross are nose-to-nose when Finn gets in between them and says, Look, you two, this is what Julia and Bray want. We can't give it to them. Cross looks at him and says, There is no us anymore. We are out. Wow. As Cross and Scarlet storm out of the locker room as Finn and Rhea just look at each other as we cut back to the ring. Here comes the man who made his mention or made his claims known at Living Legends. He is going after Roman Reigns and he gets into the ring and he says, "Oh boy, it feels good to be back." And it felt good to be back and confront Roman Reigns himself. But what I didn't expect, or at least what I forgot, is how big of a coward Roman is. He didn't have the balls to show up tonight after I embarrassed him at Living Legends. So, Roman, while you're at home, I hope you're watching because I have a message for you. You are on borrowed time. You got the best of me once, but not again. I'm coming to end you and your reign of terror. As all of a sudden we hear, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the wise man to the reigning and defending PBWF champion Roman Reigns. And since you had a message for the tribal chief, he has a message for you. But I'm not the one delivering the message. It's from behind. Solo Sokoa hits the ring and begins to beat down on Austin. He is just stomp, stomping on him and refusing to stop. He pulls him up and plants him with the Samoan spike. He screams, pulls him up again, and hits a second one. This match at war is going to be absolutely crazy as he makes his way back up and is throwing up the one with Paul Heyman. As we cut backstage, we see Vince McMahon once again on the phone, and he says, the time has come. We need you to get here as soon as possible. We need to make our play next week. Can I count on you? Great. I'll see you next week as we cut to commercial break. What's my time? Got nine minutes. Okay. We are back from commercial break, and that commentary, Michael Cole says next week we will be a massive week. Roman Reigns will be back. And if Stone Cold Steve Austin is medically cleared, he will be here for a face to face. The Rock is coming back to confront CM Punk. Plus, the Elite will now defend their trios championships against Imperium. And we have just received word that John Moxley will be in action next week against the newest member of Vince's new authority. But coming up next, the Usos defend the Tag Team Championships against the Undisputed Era. Shock the system. As here comes Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly. They are the two that will be fighting this week for the Tag Team Championships. And they are being followed by the United States Champion Adam Cole, and apparently the newest member of the Undisputed Era, Tommaso Ciampa. And we wow. asked Ciampa about his involvement, and he has refused to answer. But hopefully tonight we will find out some more information. But here come the PBWF Mayhem Tag Team Champions. And they have been successful since they won those titles from the Young Bucks as they get into the ring and we do championship introductions. 
Jimmy Uso and Roddy are the legal men to start this match off, and it's very back and forth for several minutes until Strong takes Jimmy out with a backbreaker. Jay hits the ring, but Roddy ducks underneath and takes him out with a belly-to-back suplex. He then tags in O'Reilly, who jumps off the apron and hits a, or jumps off the apron to the floor and hits a Northern Lights suplex on Jay before getting back into the ring and dodging a super kick and hitting a jumping neck breaker onto uh, Jimmy Uso. Can the Usos get back in this as we take a commercial break? Seven minutes. We are back from break, and uh, Roderick Strong and Jay Uso are the legal men. Jay is perched on the top rope looking for the Uso splash, but Roddy leaps to the top rope and hits an avalanche Olympic slam, taking him out. Jay and Strong crawl to their corners and make the tag. Jimmy hits a huge super kick, taking out O'Reilly. He pulls him up and plants him with a brain buster. He rolls him through and hits another super kick to the back of his head. Roddy is back in, but eats a super kick from Jay Uso, followed by stereo super kicks from both of the Usos, taking him out of the ring. O'Reilly tries to go for a clothesline, but gets super kicked uh, for his trouble out of the ring. Jimmy and Jay look at each other. They shoot off the ropes and hit stereo suicide dives, taking both men out. They are now standing face-to-face with Cole and Champa as they throw up the ones. Can the Undisputed Era win the Tag Team Championships as we take our final commercial break? Six minutes. Back from break, and all four men are in the ring trading punches. Jimmy and Jay hit super kicks, but O'Reilly and Strong hit jumping knees, taking taking them out. All four men are now down. Champa jumps on the apron, distracting the ref as Cole slides into the other side of the ring. But from behind, Solo Sokoa is here and steps up in front of him. Cole and Solo are now face-to-face as the referee turns around and is trying to get them out. The Usos go for super kicks onto Cole, but they miss taking the referee out completely. Cole hits a super kick on Solo as Champa hits a reverse neck breaker, taking Solo Sokoa out. The Usos are trying to get rid of Cole and Champa, but they are failing as Cole and Champa both hit super kicks, um, taking them out. Jay and Strong are now the legal men. The Undisputed Era, though, have him completely surrounded, and they are looking to make uh, to. They're looking to get the job done as they hit a running knee and super kick combo. They go for the cover one, two, but Jimmy Uso is in to break up the pinfall. But wait a minute! Here comes Kenny and the Bucks taking the fight to Cole and Champa. They are th- uh, they are running them or they are brawling up the ramp as the referee is now distracted looking at the, looking at them from behind. Though Solo is back in and hits a Samoan spike onto Roderick Strong. He throws them towards the Usos as they hit the one D. They cover them one, two, three. The Usos retain the PBWF Mayhem Tag Team Championships. The Elite and the Undisputed Era are still brawling on this stage. It is pure chaos here. What will happen next week? Join us for more mayhem. Yeah, another uh, great episode, Andy. And uh, I'll tell you what, the women's division has got me very uh, fascinated. Julia Hart, uh, I love the push you're giving her because she is one of those characters that – is really good and Vince McMahon. Who is this new <laughs> member? That, that's that's, that's me puzzled. I, I like how you're making us think there. Well, I'm glad that you went back to that because I heard it in in the beginning of the show, and then you called back to it. He did a phone call. So if you hadn't gone back to it, I was going to point it out and be like, "Wait a minute! Wait a wait a minute!" Yeah. But I'm glad you went back to it. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued, Tyler, just like you. And like, uh, John Moxley will be facing that absolutely. member. Right. And this John, upcoming week. See, that's what shocked me even more. I was like, wait a minute. He's probably, okay, Moxley's going to face him. Okay, interesting. Okay, so we're going to find out next week. Um, Cross and Scarlet quitting, very interesting to me. Yep. Didn't see that coming. Um, felt like we hadn't heard from Will Ospreay in a bit, so glad to You'll bring him back again. around. Okay, <laughs> that was good. I like that Will Ospreay and I John was thinking Cena. of like my roster when I was doing the Cena thing, and I was like, who's the one person other than all this I've already done that like Cena hasn't wrestled at some point? And I was like, oh, I've got Ospreay. And may never wrestle ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that's one that like right. two, or two or three years ago, they would absolutely tear the house down. Yep. Like absolutely tear the house down. They for sure would. Good stuff, man. Good show. Very good show. Yeah, a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. 
All right, Tyler, anything else to add, man, before we sign off this week? No, there's nothing to add, man. How can you add on to these shows, man? Just keep just keep coming back for more. That's all I can tell the people listening. Come well, on. Those real Something's d- wrong with you. Check check your blood pressure. Those real what's wrong with you? Those real internet wrestling journalists try to add stuff and take away stuff to everything that happens. So you know, Tyler, I'm glad that you're you're smarter yeah. than all of them and you're 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 better than those uh wrestling observers and all that. Well, I, I try, but boy, you're really putting me on a plateau here. But I, you know, I, I, I deserve it, and, uh, you know, I can't help but forgive me, Sean Ross Sapp. Don't hit me if I, we ever meet or, or Dave Meltzer. Oh my uh, who cares? Uh, you know, I, I tried to be respectful, but that, that's about it. That's I better hilarious. shut up. I'm going to get in trouble. No. <laughs> we better shut up as well. Thank you guys for joining us. Follow us if you don't already at PBW Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Tyler is at Dustin Tyler 86. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP. I'm at Chris Belcher 24. Hang out with us next week, each and every week right here on this feed for the PBWF, our fantasy booking show. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll catch you guys down the road. <laughs>